We back at it again. Imperfect Truth. We got a wonderful, wonderful show for you tonight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, make sure you like, share, follow us, comment, share with your friends, your baby mother, your baby daddy. Please, share with any us. and everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, you know what I'm saying? So we're we going to get started. You already know this is Dagwin. I don't know who I'm. I think I'm I'm AKA Mr. Serious today because this is a very really? serious topic that we're discussing today. I'm gonna go ahead and pass it on to my co-host JJJ. Tell him what it is. What's going on? Can you guys hear me? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. moment. He's having a senior moment. It's been a minute. Uh, and I'm grateful to have our two lady, uh, our two ladies, our, our new team member, and also a wonderful uh, acquaintance of mine, uh, Katrina, to, to talk about her book. Man, I'm really excited about that. Definitely get some discussion going on that, so we can get things rocking and rolling and sharpen each other up. So I'm actually in a, in a restaurant right now because I'm kind of displaced, and you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to get my privacy. So I can, you know, I can rock where I want to rock without my mama getting in my business. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you still live with your mama? That's why you single, boy. Yeah, perhaps, I don't know, but she's, I, I'm taking care of my mother. Now. She ain't taking care of me. That, that's why I said <laughs> Your volume is a little bit low. Okay, I, I have to jump up on it or something like that? How's that work? Get up on it? No, what? I think that's a little better when you get closer. Get closer. I'll, I'll get closer. I'll get closer. Don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> in case y'all don't know, in case y'all don't know, I, 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 I like good vibes. I like her a lot. I'm just saying. Oh, throw it on out there, Playboy. Throw it on out there. No, I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> Everything don't have to go everywhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can just appreciate a good human being. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. <laughs> But you, you know, you, you know, you know, my my ADHD is kicking in a minute, boy. The whole show will change and be like, so what do you like about her, Jay? Oh, please, <laughs> let's not let's not do a show on that. Let's okay. <laughs> let's get to the book. Let's yeah, get to let's, the let's talk about let's to get, the ten get to things. The let's, let's get to the program. Let's hear the story. All right, all right, all right. We're gonna stick with the program. All right, we'll pass it on. Pass it on to your co-host then, Jay. Ben, you was being fresh and stuff. <laughs> Yo, good vibes. You know the 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 author, the poet, the the the, the coach. You see how see why I like her. You know what I'm talking about? She's many things, man. All bringing good things to life, man. What's up, homegirl? Talk talk to us. Oh, uh, what's up? What's up? Um, I'm just happy to be here. Happy to be off call, so no one's calling me 24 seven this week. So happy about that. Um, ready to get online and talk to y'all and see what the audience has to say and hear about this book and you know talk about feelings let's talk about our feelings today so um you know this is kelly good vibes y'all know me so more than feelings and I, <laughs> our guest would you please introduce yourself oh okay oh all right um my name is katrina oliver thomas i am well, I had, had to introduce myself in such a long time. Um, I see you was giving us the middle name. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, um, <laughs> I, um, I mean, the main thing is I just released my first book two weeks ago. Whenever uh, February 28th was, it was released on ebook and uh, Kindle paper format. Um, and I am divorced, uh, mother of three. Or born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama, but I am a current resident of uh, Talladega, and I just enjoy um, encouraging people, helping people. But by day, I'm a teacher, high school English teacher. Oh, you're helping day and night. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, okay, English teacher. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the opportunity to come on and talk about my book. I appreciate it very much. Definitely. What's the title? <laughs> The title, 10 Things I Learned When My Husband Had a Girlfriend. <laughs> oh, the title. Yeah, right? That title right there. You know what I'm saying? It's right here. It's right here. 
Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm still a little, little, I was, um, little computer That was pretty great. What made you put the title just out there like that? Um, The original title was 10 Things I Learned from My Husband's Girlfriend. And oh. as I got working on it, it no, was like, but did you really sit down and talk to her to mm -hmm. learn anything from her? Okay. And I was like, well, you know, that's a good point. Because realistically, at the end of the day, it's lessons I learned about myself through that process. Mm -hmm. um, Y'all, you know, have a tendency to want to point the fingers and place blame. Mm. And right. at some point you have to say, okay, well, what is it about me? Um, what can I do? How can I do something differently? And I'm, I'm one of those people who literally I'm an optimist. Like I'm a member of the Optimist International, which is an organization that brings out the best in kids. And by nature, I'm an optimist. I'm going to find the good in the bad. Where's the silver mm. line? Yes, this happened to me. But how can I use it to make me a better person? And that was... Mm. The, the, the lessons are the result of that conversation that I had with myself. Mm. That's, yeah. that's an honest conversation with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. So, um, and, and you, you know, yeah, I know how we do this barbershop style. So when you got a question, just jump on in. But, um, so something I, I learned that I was, you know, completely surprised about you and your husband were both or are both ordained ministers. And this still actually yes. occurred, you know, because you 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 typically um, don't think things like this happen in church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to find a good but way to he, say it. But you know what? That's, that's another. That's, that's a whole another conversation in itself mm -hmm. about unbalanced teaching in the church and the perception mm -hmm. that people have of the church. Because at the end mm -hmm. of the day. Whether you are a pastor in the pulpit or you're just teaching Sunday school or you're over the music ministry, basically, if you hold a title, no matter whether it's the fivefold gifts or not, they are still just people. And if you tend not to focus so much on the person, mm -hmm. then you won't get caught up when the person falls and then live up to the church mentality or the churchy things that you think they should be doing. So, yeah, and at, the time, at the time of this. Uh, we were ordained ministers. Yeah, we were. Um, and I say work, we were ordained maybe a year or so before I think this happened. And, um, it, you know, it didn't change anything because um, they you can't be unordained. But yeah, we were. Um, and that's what I was, you know, saying in the book, we both got the same word. We both went to the same marriage workshops, the same, you know, he went to men's fellowship. I went to women's fellowship. So we both knew the word. But then take the word in the church aside from it, you still know right from wrong. At the end of the day, so it's the that you have to make based on what you hold, what you know your belief system is. Did your um husband take issue with the title? Did you discuss the book with him like at all before you came out with the husband and girlfriend? Because it's kind of like your business is out there, but now his is too. So was, was that a touchy mm. subject? It was actually supposed to be a joint project. I got the idea for the book while, oh. while we were married after the infidelity had occurred. Because in my mind, I'm thinking we can get past this. We can grow from it. I know people who have had infidelity to occur. They are mm -hmm. still married. Marriage is going strong, stronger than ever, better. You don't think it can happen then, but it can if you are both willing to put in the work to get it to that place. That's where that came from, out of that. And he was not pleased with it in the beginning. When I told him about it, he was like, no, blah, blah, this, no, that's just crazy. And what are people going to think? And da, 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 da. And I'm and like, what are people <laughs> yeah. I was just saying um, yeah, that even out of, out of, I don't want to say out of respect, but I've been working on this book for 10 years. And even when he didn't agree with the idea, I really felt like it was something that needed to be done. It was something that needed to be said because ideally, like I said, it was a joint venture and it was supposed to be 
like from both our perspectives, how we were able to forgive and move on past it, build a stronger marriage, so on and so forth. Well, I mean, that wasn't meant to be, of course, because I've been divorced since 2016. And then in 2017, the book just kept coming up. You know, a few people knew about it and would ask, mm -hmm. when is your book coming out? When are you going to finish your book? And then, you know, oh, I don't, I will when I have time. But then COVID determined mm -hmm. that to be a lie. COVID was like, you got mm -hmm. time now. Yep, so that's I said I had and I had been taking classes and webinars about writing and how to develop plot and character outline and write nonfiction. So I did invest in myself enough to be able to write a book. Um, and about September, when I realized I'm about to be finished with this, I did call and tell him. Um, you mm -hmm. know, okay. and he issued me a cease and desist. Really? You know, uh, he, you know, accused me of defaming his character and his good name, and I. Again, my argument was I'm not telling anybody anything that they don't already know. I literally was the last one to find out. Everybody knew. Um, you didn't so, get the email, like, yeah, yeah. I didn't get it when I when when my, when my wife cheated, my ex cheated. I didn't get the email either, so I understand. I mean, I'm just I, I was literally the last one to know. So I told him, and I cut, but because I, my mentor was like, well, if he issues a cease and desist order, then you need to stop writing and contact the lawyer. And I did, and I was told that when a person mentions words like defamation of character and slander and libel, it's on them. The burden of proof is on them to prove what you're saying is not true. And I was like, oh well, I'm good because I well, used yeah, I journaled during that time a lot of that time that's good so to know. I used, um i use it says can't yeah my it's buffering yeah, don't worry don't worry don't don't worry about the, don't worry about the message you just i'm keep, still buffering okay so um basically <laughs> after i did that and got confirmation from the lawyer and they told mm -hmm. me that i was willing to go on with what i had to do i submitted mm -hmm. my i gave my manuscript to two people that know us and know of the mm -hmm. situation to make sure I was not misremembering. And because mm -hmm. the last thing I wanted to do was paint him as the villain and me as this sweet little wife who did absolutely nothing wrong because that was not mm -hmm. the case. And so um, they read it and they were like, yeah, you, this is it. And then, you know, he hit me with the, well, if you're going to tell on me, you might as well tell on yourself. Hence chapter five. I don't have mm -hmm. a problem with that because the thing for me was I learned from my mistake and it didn't happen again. So, and people respect transparency and honesty. So I had no problem putting that out there. Um, and so once I did that and I talked to my kids and they were like, which they, two of, they've been my biggest supporters. Anyway, mama, go mama, go write that book. Mama, you working on your book? So once I knew that they were going to be okay when this came out, it was red. I mean, it was green like go. And here we are, you know, with a book now. Yeah, and it's 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 a it's an awesome book. Um, it's an easy read. I'm a, I'm a well, it may not be an easy read for some, but a, but I'm a reader, so it was an easy read. I probably read it uh, once I got into it. It probably took me maybe about an hour and a half to read well, because it. Because it's short. And yeah, I, I read it end to end, and and I highlighted a few few uh, areas that I wanted to um, wanted you to touch on, but I'll give okay. away the entire book, right? Okay. So, um, well, well, one statement was really good. Uh, you said Sigmund Freud once said, the more perfect a person is on the outside, the more demons they have on the inside. Yes. Why, 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 did, why did you use that quote from Freud? Um, you would just have to know him to understand him. He was about appearances. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I had to have a certain job, wear a certain hairstyle, carry myself a certain way. It was mm -hmm. all about appearances, how we looked on the outside. Um, and he is a very intelligent person, very intelligent mm -hmm. man. I will not take that from him. I mean, like literally his IQ is genius level. Whatever the mm -hmm. genius level IQ is, that's what he tested at. Very intelligent. But it just, I guess growing up or whatever, he had the picture of the perfect life and life in his mind. And so that mm -hmm. was the goal that I had to pick. Mm. You know, I didn't know that, and I still don't know maybe what those issues stem from. But I know, and I used to tell people all the time because they're like, oh, y'all in the kids and blah, blah, blah. And 
Y'all and the kids, and it was always y'all and the kids were at. But in terms mm-hmm. of couple stuff, there was really none of that. And I would always tell people, do not be moved by what you see. Don't right. look at us and make us marriage goals. And I would leave it at that because I was not one to put him out there or put a, put us out there like that. No, yes, that's no, that that's well well I said. Was, yeah, I, I was I was not what I was I would never do him like that. You know, when we were married, I just, I wouldn't do it. But I just told people, don't be moved by what you see. You and your husband got to make a life for y'all. Don't base it off what you think going on over here because it ain't. Uh, no, that's understood. Um, you know, and being being you went heavy the first uh, first chapter. You know, you said suicidal thoughts, suicidal thoughts, um, suicidal thoughts that that danced in my head weren't fleeting. So, you know, as being someone in this situation, talk to me about that. You know, talk to us. Why, that, why, why did you think of hurting yourself? Because again i'm he is born and raised here i live here so his family was well known and again thinking about him and putting him first and making what would make him look good my thought was it would be best if i killed myself as opposed to leaving him no his wife didn't leave him you understand it was just not to make him look bad even then, mm-hmm. I was still trying not to make him look bad. And I, I mean, it wasn't going to be, a, I mean, I had it all planned out. It wasn't going to be a regular suicide. I wasn't going to hang myself, OD, nothing like that. I had thought it out because mm-hmm. I wanted my kids to be taken care of in terms of insurance. So I had planned it to look like an accident. It would have been no question. No one ever would have thought that I would have committed suicide because I would have been um, happy around the time they wouldn't no one would have been able to say well yeah three days ago she was sad and she was moping around the job i had it all planned out trying to spare him the shame of his wife leaving him and Mm -hmm. and it was it was it was constant thoughts because i just felt like it's like why can't i be the wife he needs me to be what is it about me that i can't get this right right so yeah. you say that it took you about 10 years to finish the book. So what were you doing during those 10 years? Were you taking notes? Were you journaling? Were you talking to other people? I know you were taking some classes and, you know, learning how you wanted to write and format this book. But um, what did you do to get to the point that you are now during the 10 years between the idea of the book and the actual publishing of the book? Um, Like I said, during COVID, I just pulled out my journal and I had been making uh, small notes as I went because I again have journal. I got journals everywhere, just journals. But <laughs> I can I, relate. I would um, like dictate it into my phone or excuse me, if I had an idea, oh, this would be good for the book. I would dic- you know, just excuse me, uh, jot it down somewhere. And like I said, during COVID, I was uh, we weren't really teaching. Once we went on lockdown in early May, we didn't really start back online start back teaching until like my early early march we didn't really start back online teaching or teaching online until maybe the end of april so i had time and even then it wasn't a full schedule so i had time then school was out so i had time so i pulled out my journal i pulled out some of the things that i had written because authors different authors that i had met was like you just need to get the words on paper you got all these words yes. up in your mind Put them on paper. You're concerned about it being perfect, but you just need to. <laughs> Aren't we all? That delays the project so right. long. And then, and then, yeah, and then the teacher in me just, it had to be right the first time. You know, it's not like grading an essay. And like you, but it's like with your students. You grade their essay, then you give it back for them to revise and edit. What makes you think writing your book right. is not going to be the same way? You can always re release another oh, copy. Like, you can change your ideas. You can do a version two. So, yeah, but I understand that that feeling of wanting to be perfect before it, it comes out. Exactly. That's what it was. Yeah, I just got my journal and I said, sit down, get this book done. And I pulled the I don't know if I've caught everything you. Yeah, we can hear you now, Jay. So it was just a process of actually sitting down and taking the time to write. 
and that, that was really, you, like you, I said, COVID showed me I had all the time in the world. All the time in the world. Um, the world. Who do you, who do you, who do you hope this book helps you more? Hope this book men, helps women, more. everybody, everybody. Somebody, somebody, yeah, uh, somebody listening and feedback. Might be Jay. If you online, Jay. Um, <laughs> I have gotten, I've gotten more feedback from women. I've gotten feedback from some men. And I actually got feedback from uh, married couples. I didn't even think married okay, that's, people. Yeah, that's what I'm um, curious about. They were like, um, yeah, I, you know, I told my husband about the book. And, you know, we had a conversation. Have you ever cheated? Have you never cheated? And it just, I, that never occurred to me that married people would be having this type, you know, what talk about it. So my uh, goal, yeah, I, I want to know before I, I get a husband and then he has a girlfriend. I want to know what you what you <laughs> learned so that you know I don't end up right. doing the same thing, writing part two or doing a co book with you. Like yeah, you know, the lessons aren't gender specific, and some of the reviews and the feedback I've gotten from single people, these lessons apply across the board from happily married people. These these are lessons I can apply in other areas of my life, and that was really what I wanted to be the big biggest takeaway take what you can as with anything else take what you can and disregard what you can't use understood understood thank you so much for that yes ma'am all right so one of the things that you said in the book was um don't ignore the signs so what were the signs that you ignored the signs that i ignored were um the working late when it just didn't make sense to be working late. Yes, we know working late is a legitimate excuse. Yeah, um, it is. It is a legitimate <laughs> excuse. But I mean, come on now, let's be real. Some people have jobs that cover for them. Like you legitimately working late. And once you realize, oh, this is I'm legitimately working late, but let me start doing some extracurricular stuff. That's where the problem comes in. Um, the legit the working late when it just really didn't really seem like he needed to be working late, um, mm -hmm. taking the phone calls where he used to answer phone calls in front of me, taking those in the, in the basement in his man cave or outside, um, going, just leaving the house randomly under the guise Cause he used to uh, fix, uh, you know, picking up computer money, which again, you might've gone to pick up computer money, but you went around the way and back, you know, you circle back, double back, circle back, double back, and came home hours later. You um, have dudes that can't even go out the house no more. They can be like, I'm, I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to I'm the grocery store. You, but it just, these are you She's just timing know. him. No, I, and <laughs> I was, something is not right. I know I was not timing him, and I never did that. But I, mm -hmm. I just, like I said, the, the, um, the it didn't. It just did not. Things just didn't add up. And once you see it you finally re you see it then you recognize the pattern and you're like well how long has this been going on and you get to thinking um the uh different ring tones um and he worked out of town so again some things school school is from seven to three if you got some extra to do like a game or something like that you know, it could be till 8, 30, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, but not every night, not all the time, not to 11, 12, 1 or 2. Yeah, so uh, one of the questions I always ask women in these situations is um, your intuition is a God-given gift. Where do you say, okay, I'm going to listen to my intuition versus, you know what, I need to make this work like where is that line what do you mean make it work like what what makes you not listen to your intuition i guess that's what <laughs> how much we love you um, <laughs> yeah, because in my mind nah, I'm, I don't believe that. Really, oh, really i'm serious know. i'm completely serious i mean and she is right i and i did because in my mind even with the signs there, the red flags, the anonymous letter in the mail, the email, you know, from Super 8. Yes, I was mad. Yes, I was ticked off. But once all of that blew over, I really thought we could make it work. I really, really all right, but, but I guess what, what I'm saying is intuition, yeah, intuition is a God-given gift and you have what? that as a woman, you have that. And that's something that, you know, 
If I had it, I would listen to it. Why? Why? I don't understand. And, and this is just a general question: yeah. Why women don't listen to it? I listened to it, and I chose oh. to give him another chance because mistakes. To me, mistakes are made over and over again. One mistake may not speak to your character. It could just be bad judgment at that time. And it's up to you to decide, is this worth me going on and giving the person another chance, whether it's a let, man let, or a woman, you know. Let me so rephrase I, the question. Let me rephrase okay. the question. Is your intuition ever wrong? Um. Yes, I have. I have misjudged <laughs> situations. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can you guys hear me? Yeah. You hear me? Yeah, Jay. Yeah. I've been having some technical difficulties over here, man. I got. I got yeah, two different mics going. <laughs> hey, man. I've had rougher nights. Um. But hey, I from what I I did hear, um, we talked about uh, uh, suicide and uh, and, and, and leaving this earth. Uh, just so that uh, you didn't have to make him a person look bad. So I, I wanted to talk about I me. Mean, I just asked a question within that. Like, so is there a, a, an issue of self-value there? Like, why would you want to, you know, avoid having a hard conversation and, and leaving this earth you know, instead of existing for your children and continue to go on? What, what was it? What was in that that mindset for you? To try to, 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 to literally take that stance, you know, um, and, and put a whole nother existence over yours. You know what I'm saying? I had tried to have the conversation several times unsuccessfully. And for me, where I was then, I got tired of me expressing, because I'm not one to argue. I don't nag. I don't. I don't, I mean, I want to say it as nicely and as kindly. And I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but I can say it. And I did so in a way to not make them feel any type of way as a man. But I just got tired of, well, if you didn't, I wouldn't. If you would, I wouldn't. Well, you, well, you, well, you. And it's like, you know what? I, I cannot, I can't do this. I just cannot because every when the times I did and that was that was my part in the downfall is the communication. So because you try just not met with okay or some sort of openness to look at the other po- person's point of view. So and so I, you felt this you you felt I mean I, I think we can do the rest of the show just on this one question. So I, I'm mm-hmm. just trying to drill down on you know I'm just trying to drill down on uh, what what. what harm that you impose on yourself or did that person impose on you to you know to, to really get you to, to justify you know what i'm saying i'm just trying to be real pacific and, and real drill really drill down on that particular point because uh-huh. i think it's something there you know what i mean what was it about that whole piece that made you wanted to, to end your life because it was unattainable like you wanted you want you were so miserable or what is miserable even right what question you just went through end what, what i mean like what was it like was I wasn't miserable. I at that time, like I said, the because he born and raised in the town, family well known, I felt like leaving him no matter because again, people didn't know what was going on in the marriage. And to leave, I just for me, that was just like So he was unhappy though, right? He was unhappy. I was. I was. So you were unhappy. But again, explain to people why I I was unhappy was still be like putting our business in the street, airing our dirty laundry, and I didn't want to. Oh, wow! So you you thought he was in prison? Even though he was my husband, even and and it's I know it's crazy. I still had to honor him in my mind. Wow, wow! So you even though you 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 was under under auspices of 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 being unhappy, but because of a certain position of a. Of a person in in, in your and I guess in society, if you will, you decided you know well in order to, to not destroy that image, it's better for me to destroy yourself. Yeah, I wore my mask very well. I wore it very well. I did. I wore a mask very well. So now, being being being, we talk, we just discussed the mask you wear, you wore, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
let's go ahead and go to and we're gonna we're gonna end on this let's go ahead and go to transparency because i think this will be the perfect segue into our uh next segment right um you discussed chapter five you said i must own my own flaws mm -hmm. what were your flaws and what you think that you created the uh challenges that you created um the that i created was not communicating effectively i was talking but i don't feel like i was talking effectively and i know i wasn't talking i wasn't saying what mm -hmm. he needed me You're to talking say. at him no i wasn't I'm, I'm not that part i'm just as calmly as i am sitting here talking to you now that's what it was my flaw was um the, like I said, the breakdown in communication. I was raised, if you can't say anything nice, then don't say anything at all. And then once we got, I was married and we started, you know, attending the workshops and the seminars and, you know, your words have power. You want to encourage your spouse, build them up, edify them. You know, don't speak, you know, don't speak bad about them and dog them out, this kind of thing. I wasn't that person anyway. And I didn't want to co-sign own you're a great dad you're a great husband and that wasn't the case because if you tell the person, if a if a person already thinks that they're this great in their mind but they're really not if somebody that they that's close to them um or cosigns like that they'll think that they are great when really and they're really not and it's just like i couldn't bring myself to say those things because they weren't true and he didn't seem to be willing at the time to make them be true. So it's like, well, if I can't say anything nice I'm, nice, I'm just not going to say anything at all. And it basically got to, we were only communicating if it was relevant to the kids or the running of the household. Oh, that's, so, yeah, that's, so the, that's be, the beginning of the end when it gets like that. <laughs> right, I'm gonna be a little more specific. I'm sorry. God, man, God. Um, you so you mentioned in chapter five, right? Uh, okay. In the wrong place. In chapter five, you said back in 2000, Let's talk uh, about that. Let's let's talk oh, about yeah, that. After, after that, we're going to move to the next segment. Okay. Well, we're, very quickly, back in 2010, I think it was Black Voices was the BET, not BET, but the chat room on AOL. And I, um. you know, <laughs> technology and, and chat rooms and stuff like that. I was in there. Basically, it was the equivalent of sexting today, just going back and Whoa. forth. Yeah, and I was going back and forth with guy maybe for a couple of weeks, maybe a month. The and dial up sex. What's what you say, Jay? The dial up, the dial up sex, AOL dial up. And so I got caught up in that for a few weeks. It might have been a month. Um and but again, that's like a, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother discussion. I know me and I know mm -hmm. me. And I know him. I was more open to some things. He was not, which is a whole, again, just very quickly, you have to be compatible on so many different levels with the person you decide to spend the rest of your life with. This is a conversation you need to have prior to saying I do before one of y'all saying I ain't going to, I don't want to. When it comes time no. to do or not do whatever it is y'all trying to do. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> have that conversation. So yeah, I got caught mm -hmm. up in that. Um, and he the guy ended up being where my cousin was gonna get married, and um, he thought I went to see the guy, which I did because I'm like, how would I explain to my they may not like you for me, but they would never co-sign on me cheating on you. I can slip away from them to go meet a dude. So um, and I didn't, and after that, mm -hmm. like I, so I mean he sure. told me Stuff, I wouldn't. He told on me. He printed that stuff off and took it to our pastors and showed it to them. And at the end of the day, because like I said, it was basically the equivalent of sex. They were like, this all she want? Just some pillow talk? Okay. And give it to her. And because they weren't like, oh my God, Katrina, how could you? Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. Which, don't get me wrong. That's what I was doing. But because it didn't work, he couldn't humiliate me in their eyes. That just took other things to a whole nother level. 
There's a lot of hypocrisy going on in this whole thing. Like, it's, it's a lot of, like, it just don't, you know, not shit ain't making sense, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I can't believe the, the fact that, you know, so first of all, you talked about not being able to be honest and, and be truthful. And then when there was an the opportunity to be honest and truthful on your husband, and he, he did it and, and didn't have a problem with humiliating you. You know what I'm saying? Well, they didn't have, to, didn't have a problem with throwing you under the bus, right? With the truth, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, oh, yeah, I don't know. You know I don't, it's, no, no, that, that's the exact same thing that Katrina has. I have protected my exes all the way to the end. And I'm debating it in my mind now as I get ready to be more vocal about what I go through to help others. I'm still trying to figure out how to censor it so that nobody knows exactly who I'm talking about. So, yes, bump it does happen. That's not how we work and that's not how we feel. So we, not, we don't just, just, just say, just say say in that particular place. We're not trying to. Ladies, ladies, can I just say this real quick? Just, just say the truth. I mean, you're not you're not saying it to be inflammatory. You just lead with love in your truth. Period. You know what I'm saying? It's never it's never that simple because of right. It's never that simple. Exactly. Never that simple. All right. Okay. So 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 now this this is the perfect time for us to segment into our, into <laughs> our next topic. Because this all falls in line, and I'm glad we got two ladies. Katrina, if you want to stay, feel do, free. If you don't, then um, please, please you know, you can drop. But but um, before we move on to the next topic, um, Katrina, can you tell them where they can buy your book, where they can find you, how they can get autographed copies, you know, different things <laughs> of that nature. <laughs> um, the book is available for purchase, um, ebook and paperback through Amazon, or if you'd like a copy you can find me on facebook katrina oliver thomas hit me up in messenger my email address is klthomas7290 at gmail.com klthomas7290 at gmail.com email me your um address or send it through messenger and i will drop you an autograph copy in the mail uh they're ten dollars if you want to get an autograph copy and my cash app is the little dollar sign, my coffee 72. Hey, Katrina, go ahead and we put all of that in the chat. Go ahead and put okay. it in the Yeah, chat. put it in the chat. We'll post it. You just told your age, the little dollar sign. <laughs> How's that telling your age? How's that even telling your age, guys? Why are you making stuff up? Why you to be making shit up? I remember, I remember black voices, so. No, 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 I'm saying if, if everybody know when you say cash app, you just be like, it's no, cash app. Right, right, right. Like, oh, okay. dollar sign. <laughs> Not the ampersand, the little dollar sign, that yeah, one. Dollar sign, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. You know what I mean? But but we but I mean um Katrina, thank thank you. That was a definitely a very lively uh conversation and um, you know. Once you're guests, we consider you family. So <clears throat> we'll definitely um, invite you back so we can have some uh, some discussions around the uh, hypocrisy that uh, Jay wants to uh, point out, but I'm not going to let him do today. <laughs> he's, he's shaking his head and jumping at the bit. He wants to get into it. <laughs> he's he biting his lip. He biting his lip about to fall off. <laughs> I appreciate so, so, the opportunity. Thank y'all. No, you're welcome. Thanks. And, um, Everybody, again, make sure you buy the book. We'll post it in the chat. It's available on Amazon. If you find a little... <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> find a little dollar sign on Cash <laughs> if, if someone uh, really wants the book and they're unable to afford it, just uh, just send us an inbox and um, and I'll send somebody a free book. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I appreciate supporting. Well, you got two free books, so. so you gonna buy me a book too, y'all? Free. I got you, folks. You don't count. You don't get a free book. You on here with us? Uh, <laughs> right. Come on. That's what I said I, I just been no here for uh, <laughs> for conversation. No money. <laughs> you know, so so the sec the next topic we going into right is, and like I said, I think it's a perfect segue because it's why why we struggle to show feeling. Yeah, can't hear you. We can't hear you, Jay. Jay, why muted, we, but I think 
I think we good that he was muted because he was yeah, 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 about yeah, to take yeah, the topic. Yeah. Yeah, to a whole nother layer. I, I'm about to, to come back. Layer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so why why are we why do we struggle to show feelings in a relationship and what can we do about it? Talk to Ooh. me good. Talk to me good. Um, I think we struggle because we put those feelings out there and sometimes they get thrown back in our face in an ugly way. And it's men and women who both experience this. And a lot of discussions, that's why um, the brothers say they keep their feelings to themselves because, you know, they decide they're going to they warm up to it. They think about it. They're nervous. Mm -hmm. And then they tell somebody something and they think they're close. And then you get in an argument and someone just flings all of that stuff back in your face. And, you know, I don't know if you ever watched The Simpsons, but there's like an episode where... Um, Oh, I don't know, the little weird policeman's son. He was on the swing and he liked Lisa. And Lisa told him she didn't like him. And it was like this animation of her taking his heart and snatching it out of his chest. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the the fear, you know, that we have. And so we try to keep more, you know, inside than we probably should. It's a protective mechanism. Right. You shaking right. your head, Katrina. You, you got a comment there? No, I mean, she is right. And I hate that that is so because like Jade is just continuing to make the argument. Just say that what it is. Tell the truth. Mm -hmm. Some people, they say that <laughs> and because of ego and pride. Can they really handle that? And I'm all no. about telling the truth in love, not sugarcoating it, not glossing over it, but telling the truth in love. Talking like two calm adults should be, whether you're talking to your kids, to your siblings, to relatives, to um, romantic partners, you have to tell the truth, whatever your truth is in love. And at the same time, when you ask for that truth, be willing to listen and not be so dismissive. Well, that can't be it. Well, that can't be it. But why can't it? You ask me and I'm telling you. Exactly right. But the thing about it is, that truth will also cause us to look within ourselves and see what is it about me that made this person feel that way. And a lot of the times, and I know there are some cases where it really isn't us. It is just that other person that has a hard time accepting that truth. And again, that's work that they have to do on a personal level. But um, my, I know my experience is probably going to cause me to over communicate if that's even possible in my next relationship. Yes. He's going to be a complete laugh. He's going to be the opposite wretched. He's going to be all the way over the right. I, was, yes. I used to be a Republican, now I'm a Democrat. Yeah, I can tell. You, you, you enunciate every word as you're explaining it. You really over communicate. But you know, that comes from being a teacher, too. Because I'm a job around. You can and tell me what you're supposed to do. And they're going to do it some other way. And I'm like, did you not hear the words that were coming out of my mouth? What I said was. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Chris Tucker yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so fun. I, I go next. I go next. I go next. No, go ahead. Yeah, because I was going to ask. I want to hear from from a men's uh, point of view. So, so it's, it's. I'm. I'm glad you guys just explained it the way you did. Can you hear me? Uh, yes. Because it, and this is is something I continue to echo because I. I it, it's absolutely true. It, it is has everything to do with how we manage vulnerability within ourselves, our self-vulnerability, and also the vulnerability of others, especially when we, we, we choose to, to be in a, a relationship with them, whether it's friendship or a, a marriage or, or something in between, right? How we manage vulnerability, right? And so we, we think that we can start spewing, you know, spewing hot fire on somebody's feelings. We're mismanaging their shit. And so now, that guess what? You really can't trust you no more with their vulnerability, man. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I, I, you know what I'm saying. And so I, I, I try to break it down into like these terms, like vulnerability management and human efficiency. You know, and the human condition, so we can like put these things in pockets, so that we can start to understand these things in a, in a scientific way. Really, you know what I'm saying? Just, just to make it simple, you know. But but really, like, just what we're talking about is vulnerability management. This is why people don't want to experience the things that they don't, they don't or, or or express the feelings that they don't want to because they don't want to be vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Because of social constructs and how you're supposed to look, you know, especially depending on where you are in you in the matrix or a patriarchy, you know, in, in whatever society you at or wherever you at, whatever community you're in, you know what I'm saying? But it has a whole lot to do with, you know, I got to say that the term vulnerability management. 
You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's deeper than you think it is. I know you guys get, get tired of me saying this shit, but I'm I'm not gonna stop, man. We ain't listening to you, so it don't matter. So, but you know, that's, <laughs> that's not true. Don't say that. Don't say that. Here we go. Here we go. A lot of people have relationships that telling the truth comes with punishment, depending on mm. who who you're mm-hmm. with and what kind of person mm-hmm. you're with. Well, you can tell that truth as kindly as you want. But if it stings right. them in a certain type of way or it exposes something right. they don't want you to know or they didn't think that you know, you're going to get punished. Right. And That's right, because some, you think some partners you. Hold want on, you to view mm-hmm. them as, as the hero they want to present to you. And they mm-hmm. think that they're doing a good job at fooling you. And sometimes mm-hmm. in telling that truth, you start peeling back these layers. Mm-hmm. And if you have people that have emotional issues, scars, childhood traumas, things they're working through, as soon as they see you digging and they realize that you see them for who they are and not for who they want you to see them as, right? it's going to be hell to pay. Right. Hell right. to pay. And so yeah. you learn not to say certain things, not to call somebody out on some obvious obvious things you're just standing there looking at them like right okay mm-hmm. right you're exactly. never open your mouth can i, can I make a to, point real you know, quick just, just yeah. anything Hold on, let her finish man. let her finish it mm-hmm. after you finish are you finished yes so, uh-huh. literally what you what you just described right has a lot to do with why and this is it's a, it's, i'm flying off of, off off into a whole nother the tangent and i'm gonna keep it real short you back i ain't i'm gonna keep you i'm gonna pull you back, back. Oh, but this is the reason this is the reason why people believe in, in, in like what Donald Trump is saying. You know what I'm saying? Because they, you know because it's it's you know it, it allows them to be in a space where they don't have to deal with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And you know if, if I can say you know you telling me a lie or whatever, and I can just shun you and shut you down. Yeah, exactly what you just talked to. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you know what? Well, sometimes I'm not not pertaining to that situation. But I know a lot of times, a lot of people, man or woman, they'll shut down just to keep the peace. Yes. Right. And see that. <laughs> it's safer. <laughs> it is. It is safer. And there again, it's, it's sad because at the end of the day, open, honest communication to me is the root, the foundation for every healthy relationship. Yes. So if I can't mm-hmm. trust you and you can't trust me with your truth, then we got a problem. Again, yes. <laughs> going back to, we need to have these type conversations before we enter into relationships. Right. And so the, uh, these type conversations, there again, you might need to reevaluate, reassess, and you know, and call it a day. Paul, you yeah. got something? Yeah, I'm gonna just uh, paraphrase the quote that says. Uh, the peace you're trying to keep creates the war within yourself. Um, yeah, that's good. So, yes. So a lot of people are dealing with these relationship PTSD issues, right? And as soon right. as you you approach that trigger, you know mm-hmm. they they're going to be like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna pull back. I'm gonna withdraw. I'm gonna do whatever either to keep the peace mm-hmm. or to you know protect themselves. You know that defense mechanism. What it is to protect themselves. So, avoidance. Yeah. Reason more distance. No and as you yeah, protect so, yourself and you don't speak, the little divide starts going absolutely. like this, and then the communication yeah. is so surface, and you know it's yeah. not something that connects or draws you in. You just start going like this. Then absolutely. it's less and less that you say. It's less and less truth that you say. And by the time you realize there's something to be said, there's nothing to be said. It's yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm guilty of that, you know, because, you know, I shut down just to mm-hmm. try to keep the peace or protect the space or whatever it is that I'm trying to do. <laughs> right. So the the thing is, you know, if you're not free to express yourself right. and if mm-hmm. that space doesn't exist between both of you. Right. So there's mm-hmm. got to be a space where you can express yourself and say, you know what, this is my truth. And it doesn't necessarily um, speak to you. It's just my truth. Mm -hmm. And if someone can, you know, be in a space to hear that and not necessarily take it as, you know, a missile. Right. Take it as a missile being fired at them. Right. You know, they got to find a vulnerability. Yeah. Right. They got to understand. If they're listening to understand you. Right. right, That's what. 
Like I went through um, the Stephen Covey Seven Habits of uh, Highly Successful People, and the the one thing that sticks out to me is to listen to understand. It's like yes. you got to try to do that. God is good. Because, God is good. Because you, you can't do that. Peace, Everything else. Well, that's <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Rob. Hey, Rob. What's shout up, out, buddy? Shout out to Rob. Um, but, preach, Rob. Um, but, yeah. yeah, if you can't listen to understand, then, you know, the whole thing is, is a problem because now the space doesn't exist for the other person to tell their truth. I'll flip it a little bit. Go ahead, go ahead, Katrina. No, I'm just saying that's why I've learned to say when I'm listening to a person, hearing them. So what you're saying is exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll repeat back what I think I heard them say, just to mm-hmm. give them the opportunity to clarify anything that may have gotten lost mm-hmm. in translation. Clarity. Mm-hmm. And that way, I walk away knowing that I heard it right and would even jot it down if I need to. So am I understanding you correctly by when you yes. say blah, 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 blah. And that right. gives them the opportunity to clear anything up so that I don't walk away creating a story in my mind that does not exist. Right. Yeah, I agree. Lots of color. (laughs) Right. Exactly. You know, sprinkle some confetti (laughs) on there and everything. Right. But you know, and I, I look at it um from from a different perspective. I think people enter into relationships, and they are afraid to trust. So they go in hiding their feelings, hoping that you know what eventually you're going to create a safe space for me to trust you and share. So they almost, they almost go into it. I don't want to say, um, fuck it. You know what I mean? It's, it's the truth. They, they go into it with a struggle mentality, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're going into something, not trusting a to, and you're sitting and waiting for that one thing. So the one time your partner, you know, leave your door unlocked, then that gives you the opportunity. Oh, that one red flag. The one red flag. flag right. That's <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That one and red you're, flag comes up. You're gone. Right. And, but, but, it, but the thing is, you're not gone because a lot of times people will silence themselves because they really want to stay and want to communicate and be with this person. They just don't, don't know how. So they do what I call quit and stay. And they're hoping that, you know what, I quit, I stay, but I'm hoping that eventually we may be able to develop some, a magical force that happen and we'll be able to develop yes. a, a, a connection and so all true. this will go away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, it's not mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, not exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? What you and call it again? It's not going to happen by osmosis. Oh, not, oh, okay. I thought, I thought you were talking to something like invisible. Yeah, it has to be some, like, oh, some work of force to make that happen. And being silent, there's no force at all. So just sitting there doesn't is not conducive to communication, you know, getting better. But once you got to the point where you realize the problem is that bad, you're not going to get better without. But you're, absor- you're absorbing something the whole time. You're absorbing the same energy. It's time not to do anything about it. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, you, so you think about it. Uh, I don't have to go, you know, about getting to the, the, the membranes and how osmosis works. I'm so sorry. That's where I was doing. <laughs> but but I, I understand exactly what you what you're saying. Though. Like it, it, it it is, you know, being in a, it, it, it falling to our, our human condition, meaning we allow ourselves to want to be convinced, and when inconvenience comes, we try to avoid it. You see what I'm saying? And so it, it's that that's what. We are liable to do most of the time, unless you know, until we, we become to a position where we 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 want to do better. So, is that me? Yeah. So no, no, no. So um, be, before <clears throat> before um we finish up, you know, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here in a few minutes. Um, before we finish up, um. What what can we do? And actually, you know, we we can kind of even end on this, right? You know, what we typically do, right? Um, what a one what's one tip or what you know what I'm saying, you know how we end. 
give us something on how you can actually overcome struggling to show feelings in a relationship. Mm. You calling on people or free for all? I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Goodbye. Because I, I see everybody got quiet. They like, hmm. She thought about this shit. She, she got some things. Go ahead, girl. It's, been, it's been asked before. Queen. Um, Princess. I decided to remove the, the shame that I felt about expressing myself and my truth. And I realized that what I feel and what I go through is, is a human nature. It's human experience. And in telling other people my truth, like I've talked about some very personal things, some childbirth experiences, rape and sexual assault, um, the relationships that I've been in that were mentally and emotionally abusive. And I told you, I've been embarrassed to even discuss some of the things I put up with, you know, in my life. But once you get over that, that shame mm. and that, and that embarrassment, you can tell the next person your truth, just like I would tell somebody here. It's almost mm. like, um, like just having a conversation, a therapeutic conversation. Mm. So when I meet a new person, I don't feel like I need to, to hide. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell, tell it all. It's how you react that's going to let mm. me know whether we're going to continue or not continue. And if I tell you something that's personal, that's you know, important to me, and I don't hear it back from you, I don't see your behavior change in a way that shows a, a protectiveness or understanding of what I've been through, then I know I can't trust you to do anything with that information. But the information itself is actually more benign than we, we think it is. We give too much power to that information. So I'm pretty open and vulnerable with everybody I meet and your reaction just <laughs> is going to be the determining factor on whether we're going to mm -hmm. continue to to share more and to share deeper things or whether I see that you can't handle the truth, so mm -hmm. we just we just won't kick it, you know. Mm -hmm. I guess Katrina. Um I would say and I know this is but this is just me. Stop expecting the worst from the jump. Stop expecting the worst. Stop mm, expecting for mm. the other to drop. Stop expecting people to let you down. At mm. some point, we all have to take steps to heal and move on from our past. Those past hurts, whether they were brought upon us by mama, daddy, grandma, mimo, papa, ex-wife, ex-husband, baby mama, baby daddy. Stop expecting mm. the worst from people who aren't the people in your past. It's just mm. like that says follow your heart but take your brain with you nobody's <laughs> saying <laughs> be smart about it follow yeah, your heart yeah, yeah. brain with you because yes people have walls but they'll those very same walls that you've built to protect your heart may cause you to lose or miss the person that came there to help you to help you mend your heart so stop mm, mm. the worst from everybody Wise mm. words, man. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, just to, yeah, e yeah. just to echo, just to echo. I mean, the, the ladies, it really talked about like the, the the nuts and bolts of of vulnerability management, right? If 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 you say something, you 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 and you give somebody information, they're not responding. Then the more likely you're not going to be managing vulnerability, right? You know, if if somebody's always looking for red flags. You know, and not necessarily, you know, you know, trying to see the best in you. You know what I mean? Like they probably not gonna, you know, they probably not in a way where, where they are managing their vulnerability. Because right? that's that's two different things, right? So it's you know, there's 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 uh good, you know, there's Kelly that she's doing her thing respectfully, but then there's people that do it, you know, and it and it's you know, it, it is you know internally. Whereas you know, you, they, they, what they're doing is just trying to ask questions, trying to figure out. If you're an asshole, if you're a, a misogynist, or you, you know, you just ask, instead of anything, is, instead of trying to connect and find out what the real connection is with the person in the area, yes. sitting in the cars for us. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, not question. every relationship is gonna be is gonna be the one. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be like five the the, the, the the three to five percent of the people that you're with are gonna be the people that you're gonna be with forever. Whether it's friends or, or, or like, you know, people that you can't get rid of, like baby daddies or baby mamas. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't happen either. It's going to be for a moment or a season. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, relax. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, relax. <laughs>
know what I'm saying? Manage your vulnerability appropriately, man. That's it. That's what I got. All right, Paul. Yeah, um, uh, can I give a shout out to Biggie? It's the day he died 20 years ago. Shout out to Biggie, the best that ever did Baby, baby. Yeah, um, yeah, we gotta give it up for big. Give it up for B.I.G. Um, so for me, is um you gotta be honest with yourself first. Like, you know, we speak about being honest with other people and and being able to express ourselves and so on and so forth, but you gotta know who the fuck you are. Like mm. when mm. you look in the mirror, you know, are you able to express your total mm. truth? Who, who you mm. are and mm. and bring that to the table because you're expecting somebody to bring their selves to the table and you mm. kind of hold them back thinking, okay, well, you know, that's too much information. That ain't their oh. business. Or, you know, you know, that's too much information for them to use against me or mm. so on and so forth. Um, what you need to do is understand that you're dealing with a whole other person and you bring yourself and you put that on the table, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, and they put theirs on the table and then you're able to make a decision based on mm. facts, not on fairy tale, mm. not on, um, you know, what mm. expectations, not on, mm you know fairy tales that we made up in our minds since we was five mm -hmm. years old none of that <laughs> is, it's about the shit that's on the what, table where the pumpkin carriage at right right, right. all of that shit <laughs> and, and if we can deal with you know the good the bad and ugly that's on the table then mm. that's what yeah, we're man. talking about we ain't talking about you know the images your fucking lists yeah. That you made up and all this other shit, none of that matter because you're dealing with a person, and if you can't connect with that person on truth, I'm about to start shout. None of that, none of that matters. So church, I think I think think you made a good point, Paul, when you said that um you know you're you're holding something back and you're you know I think holding that that stuff back to protect yourself from being hurt or being vulnerable or being used or whatever you think is going to happen you're also protecting yourself from someone that's going to love you and understand you and want to heal you that right. protection a wall is a wall it just doesn't right. protect you from the bad things and the good things just pass on through a wall is a wall mm -hmm. so you're saving yourself from one thing and you're saving yourself from a person who might say me too I understand I've been yeah. through that or come mm -hmm. here baby you don't get the benefit of the come to mama's because exactly. you're still exactly. like this you know yeah. and we don't get the, we, we don't get to come to daddy in the same way you know so that was an excellent point that was an excellent I, point i can't i can't wait to take you to the turkey hut girl you know what we need to do a live show from one location right oh yeah oh yeah 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 no, oh yeah oh, no. No. we already got that we already got that in in the works when when the mansion gets rebuilt Oh man! Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we can all take a trip to Houston too. Okay, we can do I'm that. You know what I mean? Okay, so, I so come on, Jack. What's your tip? Mm-hmm. My tip yeah, is yeah, um. Yeah, yeah. Don't say nothing ignorant. Either. But you, damn, damn, you caught me. You must have saw my eyes, right? <laughs> 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 it was on the tip of my tongue. Um, yeah, first, first, just want to tell everybody thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate everybody joining. Um, remember to like, share, comment. You know what I'm saying? Our goal is to inspire, inform, and entertain. And I hope that you that you've um that we succeeded tonight. You know what I mean? Thanks again to Katrina for joining. Yes, the, thank you so make much. Make sure you get the book. The book is awesome. I, I mean, I, I literally read the book. I I had a bunch of um footnotes in here 
for us to discuss, but you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. We'll have to do it again. Um, some of the yeah. some of the uh, audience had questions that we didn't get to because the chat, okay. you know, is loading okay. the way yeah. it's loading. So we need to have her come back yeah. and um allow the audience to jump in with their questions because we had a couple. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right, that's a bet. So I mean, I mean, what y'all what y'all want to do? Because y'all y'all know I fly off the cuff. Y'all want to um bring it back next week, or y'all want to move move next week's topic back, or y'all want to bring it back the week after? Y'all tell me. Um, What's next week's topic? Because like, I don't remember. <laughs> next, week. next next week's topic was about going all in, and remember, no when to go all in in a relationship, and when I, not. I, so I I think Katrina's whole whole piece is complementary to what we're talking about, right? She talked about you know going mm -hmm. like you know before you get in a relationship. Ask these questions, like you know. So I, I think that you know, I think this definitely want to have her back. Well, well, uh, we, well, we, well, we, we had a guest about. next week, but you know what I'm saying. But if we're gonna have bring, her back, yeah. I'll reschedule the guest for next week. No, bring bring them in, man. We got We got. No, we ain't gonna have 35 people. We be on here for four hours now. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting ready. Um, okay, we, we got an audience. Uh, audience members asking, can we do it the week after because they want to buy and read the book first. So they okay. can oh, so let's, let's do that. I love yeah. that interview. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Lily. Yeah, we'll do it. Good idea. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, all right, let's do that. So let's thanks, bounce that. Let's bounce that. Yeah, thank thanks again. We'll have her on the week after next week is gonna be an exciting um topic. Um my my only tip is this, right? If you walk through life afraid, and that mm. means that if you're at work and you're afraid you're going to lose your job mm. if you're afraid to discipline your kids because of how they're going to react if you're afraid to be truthful with your closest friends because mm. you're afraid that relationship may end then you've already conditioned yourself that hiding your feelings is okay and you do not want to get into a relationship mm. you want to hold off and as Paul, as good as everyone kind of touched on, learn how to manage your vulnerability and learn how to be real with who you are. You know what I mean? And uh, my mixtape coming out, Don't Be Afraid, next week. Check it out now. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, baby. Aaron, hold on. Aaron, hold on, dog. Don't, don't be afraid. We can do a whole show on that song. That song don't is mad. Don't be afraid. Right? Hey, look at the lyrics. <laughs> you know, but oh, thanks, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. thanks again um, for joining. Again, um, if anybody wants a, wants a free book, hit us up. We got I've already been asked for mine, so you got to find somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, yeah. somebody asked me, yeah, y'all got to send that to me. Y'all got to send it to my 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 my, uh, my inbox when we buy buy the book for you. Uh, okay. Right. You got to be active on your job. You got to go far uh, beyond. <laughs> right. Love you guys. Yeah, man. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good night. Good night, everybody. Hold on, Katrina. Okay. You, you stopped the live, Paul? I'm going to stop it now. <laughs> We're Ooh. still live.